with feminism, to learn about but not fully adopt its ideas, thinking that there might be something more to the path of being a godly woman. I also know what it's like to think that feminism no longer has an effect on me. I know what it's like to want to be a godly woman while being bombarded with images and influences urging me to be the exact opposite. But I'm not a feminist. But what if the whole independence deal doesn't appeal to you at all? Maybe you haven't struggled with feminism like I did. You might look at feminism and wisely see the baggage it brings to our understanding of womanhood and want nothing to do with it. Many women have this perspective. With the rise of the feminism in the 1970s came the countering rise of the biblical womanhood movement. Women like Susan Hunt, Mary Cassian, and Nancy Lee DeMoss faithfully taught, and continued to teach, God's word on womanhood and stood against the culture's influence. By God's grace, godly women saw what was happening in the culture and sought to live against the fast-moving waters of feminism and independence. But like so many good things, over the years in some circles, the definition of womanhood has moved from an earnest desire to be different and godly to a list of tasks that even the Proverbs 31 woman couldn't complete. It's interesting that even outside of the church, younger women are rebelling against the feminism of their mothers. It used to be considered letting down the team if a woman chose to stay home with her children rather than launch back into the workplace after her pregnancy. Now many moms are either chucking their career altogether or looking for more flexible options so they can spend the majority of their time with their children. If we really want to develop our understanding of what it means to be a woman, we have to stop rebelling against each passing generation. If we follow the swinging pendulum of ambient culture, the rebellion will shift in another 50 years or so. But if we anchor ourselves to the Word of God, we will be able to withstand the shifting sands of every generational rebellion. Miss Independent I believe many women today find themselves confused, just like I was as an early Christian. Part of my rebellion against things that I deemed too domestic or feminine was rooted in my misunderstanding of what it means to be a Christian woman. What exactly does it look like to be a Christian wife? Is it baking cookies, keeping an immaculate home, and being a mom to five kids? What about the woman who is a baking novice, or, like me, a baking failure. Is womanhood only about the quiet and sensitive types? What about the woman who has a career? The woman who can't have kids or simply doesn't want a quiverful? What about the woman who doesn't feel gifted to teach in her local church? Is there a place for her? What about the woman who does? Does she fit? What about the vast number of single women in our churches today? Is there room for these sisters? Caricatures of womanhood are what get us into trouble. When we reduce womanhood to the tasks we accomplish, or cultural expectations, or talents and personality traits, we are doing a disservice to women everywhere. Recovering from feminism and embracing God's idea of womanhood is far more than a throwback to a 1950s television show. Before I grasped the gospel and clung to Christ as my Savior, 
I was the stereotypical secular millennial feminist. Marriage was low on my priority list. I thought marriage would only interfere with my desire to do what I wanted, which was to be a big city writer who dated around and dressed fashionably. Children definitely didn't factor into my equation. In my college literary theory class, I devoured feminist thought, fully believing that every story had an angle dealing with the oppression of women. While I enjoyed dating men, I didn't have much respect for them, apart from the companionship and attention they provided me. The thought of being barefoot, pregnant, and permanently joined to a man scared me. It wasn't that I didn't like kids. I actually loved them. And I really liked boys. Too much, in fact. My fear was that I would be defined by something other than myself. I wanted freedom and independence. I wanted to have a career.